Welcome to another episode of Bored and Annoyed. No! No! You will die! Welcome, everyone. Welcome so, to another Palpatine. episode. Yeah. I'm just jumping. I just had to go right over you there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Palpatine. What do you think? Or we'll we'll wait and discuss what we think of this. We will wait and okay. discuss. Patience is found in a Jedi and and not a not Yeah, a but Sith. neither of us are Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we're I guess we're a little closer to like that little guy who so, sits on job of the hut. <laughs> <laughs> it's always absolutes with us. Right, yeah. Alex. Uh, but yeah, news. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm Jackson, by the way. Yeah, and I'm home with the movies. There you go. Nailed it. Yeah, really. Crushed These that. intros are just getting stronger the, as the, the weeks go on. Yep, they're just, yeah, just, uh, just watch us careen off that edge. Right. But yeah, news. Any news? Any news? Yeah, we got some news. Okay. Um, John Cho. Everybody loves John Cho. John Cho, that is Harold. Yes, Harold okay. from Harold and Kumar. Yes. Um, or, uh, uh, George Takei's character, new, got new, it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Sulu, there we Sulu. go. Named it. Got it. Searching. Yeah, searching. Yep, yep. Great actor. I like him a lot. Uh, uh, the milf guy from American Pie. Was that really what? That's like where he got started. Yeah. Really? Okay. I haven't watched American Pie probably since it came out. But um, now you know. Yeah. So Netflix is making a Cowboy Bebop live action TV show. And he's cast in it, right? I saw this. Yes, Spike yeah. Spiegel. Yep. This is pretty exciting. Uh, I like, I'm just excited for a live action Cowboy Bebop. I think this is going to be one of those things where you're like, yep, I probably could have watched this anime because it's actually pretty cool. Um, but there's a part of me and people are going to just hate me that says there is nothing about Spike Spiegel that says that he has to be Asian. Okay. Uh, it's not in the is name. He Asian in the show. I mean, He's Asian in so far as he's they an speak, anime character. He's an anime character and they speak Japanese. But because just I mean, half these people, you know, are born in space, you know, or, okay. or are aliens or whatever. And there's nothing about them that says that's Asian or that's Caucasian. The only di- the only differentiations that you can really make are like when they have like somebody of like Spanish or Middle Eastern descent or a black person and then a white person. Like those are the only ones that you can tell. Otherwise, everyone's just kind of cream color. They're just cream color. Yeah. What they are. So, right. so yeah, I'm like, it's fine. Like good for him. We need more. Uh, there's, there's so few Asian characters in modern pop culture that it's like, okay, good. We got one. That's nice. Didn't need to be though. Okay. So do, are you saying that you think that they're going out of their way to make sure that he's Asian so they can avoid all the whitewashing yeah, the stuff controversy that, shit that other people who have yeah, tried to adapt the, this shit have gone through? The shit that Ghost in the Shell went through is what right. they're doing. And I my that's my same argument with Ghost in the Shell in that I know her name is uh, something, something Kutsunagi or what major Kutsunagi. Okay. But uh there are Caucasians that are born in Japan, I'm sure. And there's nothing explicitly in there that says that she's Japanese. Like, yeah, she does have black hair, but also she has a robot body. Like people just need to get a grip. But I do like John Cho. So. I do like John Cho. So I'm very excited for this. This could be this could be special. All right. I've got hopes, got hopes and dreams. Um, they'll be crushed I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> there's quite a few things that are coming up that I'm excited for 
And I'm sure they're just like Terminator. Just... Terminator has a title. Terminator Dark Fate. Okay. What do you think about that? Don't care about the title. Uh, hopefully it's a good Terminator movie. I don't know. I mean, I, the pictures don't give me like. They don't, go, they don't no. get you psyched? No, not psyched. I mean. it's uh, They're forgetting about everything past two, right? Yes. Three, four, and five don't exist? Yes. Okay. Well, that's better. That's way but, better. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm always happy to see Arnold, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, especially as that character. It's nice to see him back, even though, like, we did see him in the last one. It's yes. not like he wasn't there. And it's not like he wasn't there for three. Well, and it's funny, though, because I would argue that him being in the last one, even though, like, part four with Christian Bale was, like, more of, like, a real attempt at making, like, a real Terminator movie. Right. I still enjoyed even the shitty fifth one more just because Arnold was there. I really? feel like he's essential to Terminator. If you don't have Arnold, you don't have Terminator to me. I don't know if I agree with that. That one, okay. I mean, he's I mean, the he's, thread. He's the he's what makes the second one so great. Um, the I, worst one is the McG one, where they had Christian Bale and Sam Worthington, and it was like the future. With I think the third one is worse than no. that. I do. No, because the third one dives into self parody, and I hate when series dive into self parody. Yeah, but it's still more fun. It's got Arnold. It has like a few good action sequences, but the acting is so bad. Like. Nick Stahl, Claire Danes. It's really bad. And the narrative is bad. And the new Terminator is bad. It's I'm not saying that Annihilation is a is that what it was? Was that Annihilation? Salvation. 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 It was one of those like Asians, you know, like remember when we went through that period where everything was an Asian? Yeah. Well, it sucked. Yeah. G should be punched. (laughs) I don't know. It's it's not a good movie, but I'd still. uh, Anyways, anyways. Getting a little off yeah. topic, but yeah, the new one, I'm not Arnold being in it does not guarantee it's going to be a good movie. No, but it makes it, it makes it better. It does make it better. Yes. Uh, Hellboy getting panned by critics. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into that. I'm sure I'm going to see it tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have told you so. Yeah. You fucked up your idiots. We You're both... all morons. Right. Well, I. Are you talking to our listeners? Everyone who, no, everyone who put the, like, decided okay. this was the strategy that you wanted to take Hellboy in. You you had Guillermo, Mr., like, one of the hottest directors in the world, mm-hmm. like, the man, wants to make Hellboy 3. Right. Everyone wants to return. Uh, I know Selma Blair is having health issues, mm-hmm. but you could have made a relatively cheap superhero movie. As you know, in comparison to other superhero movies, Mm -hmm. uh, and you could have continued what is thought of as a pretty good duo of movies, turned it into a trilogy and made some money. Instead, you fucking told them all to fuck off and you made this bland looking. It looks awful. It, it looks terrible. Well, I, we I want to you know kind of do like a retrospective on this. We kind of called this. We kind of said you're making this for nobody because it's not right. different enough to appeal to the people who didn't like the original series, and it's too close to the original series, and you're not con- continuing the original series, so you're pissing off the people that like right. that. So you really effectively have alienated everyone. Good job. Yeah, and that's what's happening here with the critics. Um, it's going to be really interesting to hear like i'm hearing that this is fantastic for the reboot a level, bad. Of, level See, bad. i haven't seen that i haven't either we might have to um 
maybe some week we'll add that, you know, pretty Little close. BNA reviews right, episode BNA, of yeah. Fantastic Four reboot. Yeah. Um, Fantastic as it's known in the uh, community, <laughs> the film community. Uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see what happens because this had like six producers on it or eight producers of some shit. They all like fought during post-production. The director like did not get final uh, cuts on the movie. Apparently, it was just this giant hack job, all this drama on set. Yeah, apparently it's um, it's a it's a dumpster fire. I mean, you know, obviously, if I go in and I have fun with it, I could come out surprised. Right. Like I have not seen it yet. Right. But I'm a fan of the other two. So even if you made a moderately okay movie, mm-hmm. I'm not. I, like you, like you said, it's just you're you're setting me up to not like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't. Right. I have an allegiance to the right. other two movies. Yep. Well, and I understand why they didn't, because the second was not that. It, it didn't, didn't make a ton of money, no. but it's good. It's a good movie. That's the problem is that like we were talking before the podcast about he wanted like a budget of 100 million and which was a jump of like 25 to 50 from what he had on the second. And I just think that they were like, well, we can't justify that because the last one like barely made 200 or something at the. You know, worldwide box. Yeah, it just I, like did not. I it, feel like these movies now have almost like a cult following type thing going for them. Like you talk to people about the Hellboy movies and they like them. I, 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 I do wonder. I do wonder, like, you know, does Netflix and the fact that these are on streaming services now, does that help build the cult status of these? Does sure. that help build a, you know, a fan base that wasn't there for the original? But there's also something to be said about, like, you know, a franchise and having a heat behind the franchise. And how many years has it been since the second Hellboy right. at this point? Like, oh, it would- Hold on, though. So I guess another counter to that, and I'm looking this up now. Do we know how much this new Hellboy cost? I have no idea. Because if it costs $100 million- <laughs> then their point is moot. Right. Like they don't. Well, I'm sure that their thought was, and I'm not saying I believe this, but the thought was, well, maybe it's the fact that it's Ron Perlman. 50. It cost 50. 50. Yeah. So that's what really what it was is they didn't want to up that money. They've had, this is our base for Hellboy. This is where we're leaving it. Oh my God. Right now though, as far as uh, Wikipedia for Mm -hmm. box office right now, it's only at 4.9 million after like the first two or three days. That's in, okay. So that would be all of Friday, like Friday as a whole. So we're looking at it's going to make less on. We, mean, we could be looking at like eleven million or less for opening. I weekend. would say less, probably less. Four point what? Four point nine million. Okay, so, so about five, five million. So five. So just million. even double it. Make it ten million in the first weekend, and they they paid fifty million to make it. Yeah, it's going to be right around nine to eleven. It's right not, around there. The, uh, a Hellboy three would have done better. Probably. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, well, not probably at this point. I think it's pretty certain it would. Yes. Um, so good job. <laughs> we'll let you know what we think when we see it. Yep. Uh, this is really exciting to me um, because I, I, I have respect for both of these actors. Um, Angelina Jolie and Kumal Nanjiani from The Big Sick okay. uh, are both joining the Eternals for the Marvel movie the marvel i don't movie, know anything the about them i don't either but we're starting to rev up this next phase of marvel yeah all right i mean i like kumel nanjiani quite a bit i think he's really funny um he's in that new episode of the uh, the jordan peele twilight zone actually i need to see that still. i do too yeah. i do too um yeah lots of uh, shit we watched this week i'm sure for both of us so uh, but yeah, that's exciting. Angelina Jolie joining. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Now we're going to get like, okay, so we got Jake Gyllenhaal. 
We got Angelina Jolie, yep. uh, the the big sick guy. Yeah. Um. Now we're gonna like phase in this other group of actors. Yes. I don't know. It's just kind of funny. It's yeah. I mean, like, is DiCaprio gonna come in? Actually, I would love to see DiCaprio as like a villain in one of these. Why not? Fuck he, it. He would do. He could do a one-off. I know that he's like I'm too big to do. When's Russell Crowe joining the MCU? Dude, it's coming. I guarantee it's coming. Why not? I mean, the thing is, is like if this thing keeps going, <laughs> if it does, if it keeps going, they're just gonna get everybody in there. I mean, you could be a has been, and like they'll throw you in. All of a sudden, Clint Eastwood is in the MCU. And okay, Robert they'll never. Redford, oh yeah, he already was. Redford already was, but yeah, they'll never get Eastwood. It, I, it would he, be great if they did. It would. Then it will never happen. It will never happen. Clint Eastwood as Doctor Doom. Uh, but yeah, we were also talking about, um, you know, uh, David Harbour and, you know, Tellboy and whatnot. He is joining Rachel Weiss, and uh, there's this Handmaid's Tale guy, uh, O.T. Fagbendel. It's a weird name. But uh, yeah, those three. Uh, we are... shouldn't be using gay slurs. On I'm our show. sorry. It's just a name. <laughs> um, they're, they're both joining uh, Black Widow. Okay. Or all three so of them David are So David Harbour is in two comic book movies in the span of like a year and a half, probably. Yes. Okay. And I also think David Harbour knew to jump ship. He was like, all right, this Hellboy series isn't going anywhere. Might as well, uh, you know, be a bit player in another series. I'm so annoyed that they made that movie. <laughs> That's why we're called Bored and Annoyed. Oh, my God. It's so irritating. Sorry to the listeners it, if I you can't just get know, over like, it. But. You just know so much better. Well, it's just like, I'm sorry, but fucking the second I heard about it, I knew mm. it was a disaster. Right. Like you didn't, you, and then you saw a trailer and you were like, well, what the fuck is this? Yep. The only thing I ever held on with that movie was David Harbour himself, okay. which I have read his performance is the best thing in the movie, which is the one thing I called. The, the whole thing could be garbage, but he'll be fine. Okay. We'll see. I still think he'll be fine. He probably, you won't like him as much as no, Ron Perlman. No, of course I won't. But he'll probably be fine. Although, what if I go see it and I'm like, this is just infinitely better than I will laugh. Hellboy. I mean, it's possible. I will laugh. There's no fucking way. The production design it alone. It looks terrible. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> dude, remember that awesome character in the first one with like the blade, like the, oh, yeah, the, the Nazi dude. Nazi who, like, with they the sand. Him. Yeah, amazing. Yeah amazing or the scene where they go into like the uh the underground place you remember that like yeah. it was oh, yeah. like the, the underground market sure that was fantastic that was in the second one that was in the yeah, second the, one yeah the tumor that yeah. like was talking and yep. shit yeah it's awesome just awesome yeah you, you know he's really good guillermo's really good if mm. he wants to do something help him achieve his vision of mm. whatever he's trying to do and um you know just kind of keep going with the hell hellboy hate um <laughs> is uh shazam is expected to beat uh uh hellboy this weekend great <laughs> good yeah oh man um god so much news jeremy renner is getting his hawkeye show for Sweet. the disney uh, plus streaming that's so awesome yeah i agree oh the disney plus uh we I just break segue into that yeah, right away yeah so seven bucks a month Mm-hmm. It looks like. Yep. Uh, it's going to have all the old Disney shit, yep. all the new Disney shit. Yep. They're doing a Lady and Tramp TV series, which is going to get the kids. It's like a live action. Like they got like real puppies and shit. So I expect them to have their own uh, sovereign nation 
within like 10 years. They're That's, just going to own right. everything. Well, and I, I'm not, you know, some people are like, oh, this is going to come out. This is going to, this is the Netflix killer. It's like, let, there is no Netflix killer at this point. There is nothing. It's going to be tough to peel away people from Netflix. Well, Netflix has too much brand faith now with people it's true uh so no this is a companion piece to netflix because at this point like does anybody really love hulu that much like does hulu really have good shit no not really amazon amazon has has the prime members because they have the free shipping right shipping that's the reason i have it right but like if you didn't have that would you really have it like i know you like tin star but i mean no i would just go on like i love tin star and i like some of the amazon shit but i would probably just figure out another way to watch it or i would rent or i would buy the seasons right you know what i mean right i i wouldn't sign up for prime streaming service just for their streaming service right. certainly not at the price i pay for prime I, right no, yeah I, yeah I it's agree. kind of a benefit to prime it's just an added bonus right. that you get their streaming service so so yeah that's that's pretty uh pretty cool we got a logo for the um captain or not captain <laughs> for the uh winter soldier falcon uh series so I'm excited for that one. I think that'll be fun. It's all going to be good. I'm pumped. It's uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yep. We got a logo for that, too. It's going to be. Ooh, it's going to be good. man. Is there another Star Wars show they're planning or is that the only one? Uh, I mean, you got to assume they're going to do. They're, like they're, I'm, sure they're gonna, I'm sure they're going to do other ones. I know that there's some news coming out of like Star Wars weekend, which we'll get into because you actually went there. Yes. Uh, for the first day. But um I know that they're planning on taking a hiatus. Yes. After the newest episode. That could comes just out. be movies though, right? It could just be movies. Yeah. I think it would be wise for them to regroup. Um because I expect the newest one to maybe have a slightly better box office than Last uh, Jedi. Last Jedi, but probably not much better just because of the damage that's been done to the franchise. That's my opinion, though. Once more, Star Wars will rule the box office. Yeah, there's no and way. we will have peace. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's probably going to sound terrible when it's played back. But... I'll tweak it so you sound like a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Once more, Star Wars will rule the box office um, uh no i i uh there's no way that the newest star wars is going to make as much as Endgame. no no like no it, uh, no <laughs> yeah i love that uh let's do uh trailer time trailer time trailer time uh lion king trailer oh looks pretty good scar looks great i was worried about scar they didn't go like black yeah main they but didn't. it didn't matter and i was like worried that they wouldn't go black right. it just looks like a completely different character than the rest of the lions yes i like him i like uh chewy twill edgy forest voice um sure it's uh, not it's not jeremy irons that's gonna take some time well the the problem is time. the problem is is that some people are like oh well he's not jeremy irons and it's like yeah but we have like three lines from him like Saying, like I can't just because the thing I, that I like about Jeremy Irons character is that he he had different ways of saying different things depending on who he was talking to because sure. he could be sly or he could be like oh Mufasa and he could be all like passive he was aggressive awesome. but he could also with the hyenas be this like force yes. you know and um 
I don't think that I think that saying that Chewy Twelve Edge Four can't match that is probably selling him a little short. No, but if you're gonna get James Earl Jones, it would have been neat to have Jeremy Irons too. That's mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know I what agree. I mean? I agree. It would have been cool to have oh, the the brother brothers are played by the same people right. as they were. Yes. You know. But he looks great. He looks great. Everything yes. looks great. Some people are also saying online, I know that oh why why do you care about these people i just want to sort of address what they're saying which is okay you know they're like oh it's just you know the shots from the original it's like yeah but they look amazing but they look awesome yeah like i'm sorry like yes okay there's i'm I'm of two minds on this which is yeah it's a little creative bank creatively bankrupt to just do a shot for shot remake and i'm not sure that that's what this is going to be in fact i'm pretty sure it won't be because i know disney is smarter than that but it's like at the same time, if you liked the original, why, why wouldn't, you, wouldn't like you like this? Well, it's funny, too, because people are always bitching about like, OK, do something original. It's like, guys, look at the list of films that are out right now at your local theaters. Right. There's something original for you to see. If you have a problem with it, like, I'm sorry, yeah. these are just added bonuses that you can see if you want to. Nobody's right. forcing you to see this. Well, and then, you know, like, well, why don't they spend a hundred million on on original ideas? Because you never see original yeah, ideas. True. Do you not understand? Like, if you want to complain about that, then fine. But you better have gone and like supported Snowpiercer or some shit like that. Yeah, you should. Well, and I guess it's not wholly original, but Alita could have used your help. Yeah. The new movie franchise. Yeah. So fuck off. I hate that argument. Joker trailer. Oh, yeah. That looks good, too. Although then Jay Bauman from Red Letter Media had to go shit on my birthday cake. Oh, what's that? What? Uh, He uh, he posted something after the trailer was released. And I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, this looks fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously, I give a lot of respect to them. And um He's fucking, you know, he, he he knows his he knows his shit. And uh, let me see if I can find it here. I believe right after he pointed out who made the movie. Uh-huh. I'm all for Taxi Driver, but with the Joker and Joaquin Phoenix looks great in it. But also Todd Phillips is a shitty filmmaker with no sense of scene construction or pacing. So yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Trailer's good. Maybe it'll turn out to be a backdoor King of Comedy sequel. So I looked up Todd Phillips. Yeah. Director of The uh, the Hangover. Yeah. And it <sighs> there's nothing on his list here Yeah, that I see and I'm like... Oh, I'm kind of excited to see what he does with the Joker. Like he did War Dogs, Due mm. Date, Road Trip, Starsky yeah. and Hutch. Yeah. But the trailer looks good. Right. Well, I mean, the problem is, is like, see, I've only seen like those comedies that he's done. Right. So I don't know what he can do outside of that. I mean, it looks like that's all he does, though. Right. So I don't think that. I don't think that Phoenix would have signed up if he okay. did not have faith in this director. Um, I will say this though: the Joker is a the Joker is a multifaceted character, and I like a lot of different aspects about him. And this so far, and it's only one trailer, but this so far has only shown me the tragic side of the Joker. Sure, and I miss the humor and the dark. The, the dark humor and the dark uh, cynicism that he brings. And and I don't see that currently. So I'm a little concerned that I'm worried 
that they might do something a little too a little too like he's just sad and depressed all the time. That would be my fear. Well, it would be the one thing that you just listed that they have not done in film, though. Is make the Joker sad. Like the tragic, you know, the idea of you getting to know how he became but he that needs, way. But he needs to end up being funny. the Joker and being... Because that's the thing. It's like, you're scared of him, but he's funny at the same time. Like, Heath Ledger's performance, you laugh at that shit because it is funny. Well, Jack Nicholson was funny, too. Yeah, they're yeah. both... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and uh, same thing with uh, Mark Hamill's Joker. You laugh at their shit. It's dark, right. but it's funny. And I really hope that they they manage that here. I really do. But how awesome is it that Joaquin Phoenix is playing the Joker? That's the thing that tips me over the edge of like, just have a little faith, Alex. It'll be okay. (laughs) He's Um, so good. Adam's family trailer. Did you see this? Yeah. I'm not on board with really? this. I don't think it looks very good. I think the I animation. I that trailer. The that animation looks like it came out of like it 2002. Looks like your, it looks like one of your hated like DreamWorks animation. Yeah, it looks things. very lazy. But it's that. Nah, but it's like, I think it's going for like the old comic strip or cartoon look or something. I get that. I still think it looks lazy. I think it'll be fun. It's and got a decent cast. It's got a decent cast. But to me, in animated films, that means nothing. Because it feels like. If okay. You're, if you're a big actor at this point, it's like just the checklist, comic book movie, CGI animated voice work. It is that type of animation where it looks like if it was like a coloring book, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, the little fill function on yeah. paint, yeah. like, like everyone, like just, they took the There's just color, no- one color of yellow for, uh, you know, fucking uncle Fester yeah. and they just clicked on him and he all became one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, and there's no textures there, really. Right. There's and no texture. There's no detail besides yeah. like a little like so mark j- on someone's chin yeah. or whatever. So I'm just I'm not a fan of the look. I did did not make me laugh. That's for oh, sure. It made me laugh. I like I like the trailer. I okay. like when they blow up uh, that whole concept of like the game they're playing in the house where he like is going to like explode a random room. And, mm. I don't know. I, it looks mean, funny. I mean, it reminds you of what you liked about the original, but does it? Really? I'm like, ready. Okay. I don't know. I'm not on board. I'm just a party pooper today. Um, you know, energy vampire. Energy vampire. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to get sleepy. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, wine country. This looks terrible. This I is... will not watch this trailer, Alex. Yeah, I know. I tried to get him to watch it before the for the uh, podcast. Nope. Wasn't having it. Amy Poehler, all of her friends from SNL. Can this genre just die? This whole, like, we're in our 40s and 50s, and we're all going to get together, and boy, we sure are growing apart, and we got to have this weekend to party, and uh, somebody got on the drugs, and I this don't understand. This sounds like the Scarlett Johansson movie you saw that yeah. semi-recently, yep. like and Girls I, Trip or yeah, whatever the and fuck I saw it was the, called. The, I saw the black lady version with Queen Latifah okay. also. Um, I'm just done with this, and I'm done with, doesn't matter what gender it is, I'm done with this fucking story it's tired it's boring every beat is the fucking same it's still the hangover rearing its ugly head. yes yeah forever that genre was dead upon arrival with the second hangover yeah and that was like 12 years ago bridesmaids was the best one but bridesmaids was hot take bridesmaids is better than the hangover Mm -hmm. i'd have to i think i'd have to watch them back to back 
I think I'd have to see because I don't know. I really, I mean, I'm just I'm probably losing my man card with our audience. The problem right is, now, is that Zach Galifianakis is so he's good funny, yeah. in the first one. But all the, the whole cast and bridesmaids, they are. Great. They're really good. Yeah, I do. I, I do like bridesmaids. So sue me. But yeah, that's it. Like end it. <laughs> Wait 10 years and start another one. Like do another one. Yeah. Yeah. We just it, this for this. It just needs to fucking well, die. Well, you can tell that it's just there's nothing. There's no heart put into a lot of these movies. They're just like going off of a trend and they're just making another cookie cutter copy of whatever came before it that had, you know, a measure of success and made a little bit of money. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, I know that there were other trailers this week, but we need to get into shit. We shit watched. We watched. Um, as you can imagine, we have gone a week and four days without recording. So I have watched a lot of shit. OK, we're going to have to bounce back and forth because I have probably approached what you've watched oh really i've got like nine or ten things so i'll start with just let me just go through the tv shows quick okay it'll take me a a minute i won't spend much time have you watched schitt's creek on uh netflix oh no is this that one with uh oh god it's eugene levy and Catherine o'hara no no i haven't it's funny Okay. Uh, basically, uh, Eugene Levy was like a big businessman and um, he got caught like embezzling or some shit. So they came and took all their money. And he had, as a joke, years ago, bought a town called Shits Creek uh-huh. for his son. Like, just so he could give him the piece of paper that says, like, you're the owner of Shits Creek. And he thought right. it was funny. Right. So they end up losing, like, their mansion, everything. And right. they move to this town because mm-hmm. he owns the town. And now they're, like, it's him, his uh, his wife, who's, like, kind of an old soap actress who, <sighs> whatever. Okay. Uh, and um, and they were great together in, like, Best in Show, all those Christopher Guest movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and th- their son, which is uh, Daniel Levy, who's Eugene Levy's real son, uh-huh. um, he's, like, their gay son, and then they have uh, a daughter as well. And it's, like, them being, like, this super rich family now having to live in, like, the, the shitty you know, ah, little okay. town okay. in a motel room and shit. Yeah. Pretty goddamn funny. Um, Roland shit is the mayor. Uh-huh. And he is played by uh, the cabin boy actor who was also in Raymond. And he was uh woogie in something about Mary with all the boils all over him and shit. That actor. Okay. Really yeah. funny show. Yeah. Uh, I'm through two seasons. Okay. And it's good. I'd recommend it. Um, I started Wolf Creek on Shudder. Um, Wolf Creek was a horror movie from, I think, about a decade ago where uh, it's basically about tourists in the outback being slaughtered by this serial killer. Oh. Yeah, basically in this show, within the first five minutes, uh, this girl's entire family is butchered by this guy and she's out for revenge. Mm. Seems pretty entertaining. I'm like three episodes into it. It's not great. Do they, uh, like, so are they... So they're tourists, but so they're not Australian. No, the American family is traveling through the outback. And within the first five minutes, they meet up with this guy randomly. And he's like hanging out with them. And he murders three of the four family members and leaves the girl alive on accident. And she's out to get him. Okay. That's the plot. Very brutal. I love the Australians. Like I know, like they're the act back. Yeah, I yeah. love the accent. I love. Um, I know that like they would hate being defined as one thing, but there is some. Some of it seems to be they got kind of a laid back personality a little bit. They're yeah, not, not quite as laid back as like New Zealand, but uh, well, that's what's kind of fun about the killer in these, and it's the same actor who played it in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like something Taylor, Chuck Taylor, or something is the name of the character, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, you know. 
from the at back and it's like this <laughs> is fucking weird but um but yeah i'll probably finish it i it's not great though okay uh, and then the uh the big season finale of this is us was last week oh no so many tears it you know i mean they, they it's effective he cried Put it that way i didn't cry at this one but it's good um bullshit i mean no i'll t- trust me i'll admit it the show's made me cry. The first episode of that show, like mm-hmm. the first season, episode one, yeah. there's a part in it that's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like they can go fuck themselves because they're just, you know. But but yeah, it's good. There's uh, there's stuff going on with uh, Randall and, and the whole fam. Oh, uh, yeah. It ended I with love... a cliffhanger where it's like, uh-oh, now they're introducing some new horribly manipulative, awful situation to how's the fold. Little, how's little Timmy doing? Little so Timmy. Like, little Timmy going to make it to next Christmas? Yeah, I don't know who little Timmy is. It's a Christmas Carol reference. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Don't Come care. On. God damn. But yeah. Uh, it's a sad story, Jackson. It's, it's good. It's good. It's still manipulative. It's still bullshit. Mm. But And I still get mad at every episode, but I keep watching and it's enjoyable. So this is abusive on NBC. Mm. It is kind of abusive. Yeah. It's an abusive show. It seems abusive. Like It seems like an abusive relationship. You want to leave, but apparently you can't. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to leave because it is good. Like, it does have, like, mm-hmm. themes in it that are interesting. The characters, are none of them are, like, perfect except for one who kind of isn't, uh, like, he's kind of still on the show. Well, I'll just say it. Is so it the dad? Their from, dad is yeah. dead. Yeah. So you see him in flashbacks, and he was, like, a perfect he's human like a being. Perfect, yeah. But he's everyone the, else is, like, has their fallible, you know what I mean? So. He's, the, he's the black black-haired guy with the uh, the, the beard and stuff. Yeah, right. he was saving the cheerleader in uh, yeah. Oh, Heroes. Heroes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Save the cheerleader, save the world. God, that first season was awesome. It really <laughs> but was. Yeah, that's uh, that's it for for shows. Okay. Well, uh, I will start with the shows or the the show that I watched. Okay. Uh, Kim's Convenience, that uh, one about the Korean convenience store in Canada. Yeah, I remember you talking about this. Uh, newest season came out. Boy, oh boy, this show has gone way downhill. Really? It, this show is in a free fall at this point. Um, the only good characters are the father and the mother in the show um they have the most relatable bits uh there's lots of like oh so this character did this which means there there's going to be a misunderstanding about this and they're going to do this and this character's like you the the second that the show starts you can either predict what's going to happen or you can't because it's so out of left field and not thematic or in telling or keeping with a lesson that it's just bad so there's no way you could have seen that coming the humor is god awful they've ruined characters by making them unlikable um and uh it's to the point where i tend not to be one of those people who's like oh you know get your politics out of you know my shit but the politics in this were very kind of overt and i know that canada tends to be a little bit more liberal than us in the america and i am a liberal person so like i have a little bit of a higher threshold for that than you know say some uh, present company might be that. Um, but uh, I- even with me, I was like, this is getting this is getting to be a little much. And they don't know how to introduce new love interests for like the young daughter of the two, the, the parents. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's, it's in a free fall. It's gotten so bad. I just want to take the mother and father and just put them in a better show. I just want them to be like, like the convenience store that Kramer goes to because they're so good. They could be 
they could be Seinfeld characters. They're so good. But the show around them is garbage. Okay. So are you going to bail on this one then? I'm probably done. All right. Sadly. So what else did you watch? Uh, I watched a movie, uh, Jacob's Ladder. Okay. Uh, This is Tim Robbins. And basically the plot, um, this is a really convoluted, kind of crazy, like 12 monkeys-ish type movie. He's a Vietnam veteran who's having like visions of these like demonic people. Mm. Um, It's disturbing. Uh, it, it doesn't always work. Okay. Uh, it, it has like its messages about PTSD and whatever. And like, you kind of discover that other members of his troop are having the same visions. They were all involved in some weird, like government experiment, like that kind of shit. Um, it's got a bit of a twist ending, like a 12 monkeys ish twist ending to it. Right. Uh, this is a tough one because you can't really talk about it. Mm-hmm. If people want to see it, they have to see it without having it spoiled by me. Yeah. Uh, but worth watching. I uh, I had been told like really good things about this, and I didn't think it was as good as people claimed it to be. Like it certainly is no 12 Monkeys. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, basically the guy has like disturbing flashbacks and all this sorts of shit. And it's him figuring out what the fuck is going on. Gotcha. Um, Yeah. If you like that sort of thing, I would recommend it, but it's not the greatest fucking thing ever. I'll give it a B. Okay. Okay. Um, so in keeping, I I saw a tweet from the Russo saying that if you wanted to start, uh, your Marvel marathon, uh, you would have to start, uh, and you could do like a movie a day. Yes. So I actually started that. Oh my god! I'm actually a little behind. So and you I have s- to watch multiple Marvel movies. Yeah. And um, are uh, you okay? Are you are you burning out or I, no? I'm actually. I you know, and this will come as a shock to a lot of people, but I'm actually kind of burning out. I'm like, really? God, yeah. I'm. This is um, <laughs> like at this point, I've watched. Quite a few of these multiple times. Okay. Um, because some of them are really great. And even the ones that weren't great at the time, I just, I was like, I need that Marvel fix. Yeah, right. So, uh, so I would watch even the crappy ones. But, uh, so I started with Captain America, the first adventure, because I was doing the uh, chronological thing this time. Um, and I, I, as we keep going with this, how, how many more movies do you have? I have. The pause scares me. I mean, how long? How, how, is it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I mean, I, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, all right, we can alternate because okay. that's that's about what I got. So, and Captain hopefully, America, you cut out a little bit of that pause. Maybe, maybe I'll just let these people know how long it takes you to count to seven. Well, no, because I realized I didn't write a couple of them down. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. Well, write them down now because it's Captain America, the first Avenger. I'm just going to do quick. Like, I could talk the, about some of these movies for a while, but first Avenger. Oh, it, could you? Could you talk about Avengers? No fucking way. Captain America right. for a while. So the first one, the first two acts are really strong. Steve Rogers is an incredibly likable character. The set design is pretty nice outside of the cartoonishness of the Red Skull and his sort of lair. But Hugo yep. Weaving is still a very good villain. Um, even if he is cartoonish, he still puts in a good performance. Uh, I would say so the the problems come in in the third act. Um where uh like there's there's a sequence where bucky dies uh spoilers i guess for all the marvel movies up to this point but um you know whatever <laughs> uh 
<laughs> yeah. Can, yeah. Spoiler alert. Decade worth of spoilers. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sorry. I'm sorry if whatever, whatever. I don't have to justify no, this to anyone. You can spoil the shit out of the Avengers. Um, yeah. So so uh, the problem starts when when there's that scene where where Bucky dies. Um and it's just not that effective. It's not that powerful. Uh, and and the fight scenes are cheap. The montage of like the battles that he goes on is a bit much. Um, it doesn't really. And, and the CGI gets really wonky near the end. And uh, it's it's really sad to see what they did with this really charming, heartfelt, great first act. Like I've, I've always felt like that one was a weird movie. Like it's, it's just it doesn't sit right with me when no. I watch it. It's I think it's because World War Two is known for being like this, you know, World War Two conjures certain emotions and, you know, certain things happen. And then when they kind of make this cartoon version of it with, you know, the double Heil for the 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 uh, Hail Hydra, it gets silly. Yeah, it gets it's a kind little of silly. Well, and I think that what they're going for as far as like the Captain America stuff in it is like those old like, uh, you know news clippings yes. and whatever you know like oh america is off to war yeah. you know what i mean like they're and but what, uh, what would have been nice though it, is would have been like a dichotomy between that is what was sold to people here right. and then this is what he experienced yeah. and like how horrific it might have been there's no i think they would have the balls to do that now if they, they would could start over at the, but time, at the time they couldn't do that and that's that's the weird thing is to when you watch them in such a quick succession as you see the problems that they were dealing with at the time with, you know, Paramount, with Ike Perlmutter being so cheap. Um, there were some serious problems. And now all of those early Marvel movies have a charm to them, but they're not all great. Yeah, no. And I would say Captain America is the beginning's good as a whole. It's not great. No, it really falls apart. The 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 thing that kind of saves the ending is the scene where he's going down with the plane and he's saying, you know, we never got to have that dance. And then he wakes up in the future. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting part. That's yeah. when it gets good. That's the best part about the ending. But you went through so much shit before Agreed. that. So it's like, uh, but it's then like a, they redeem themselves big time in the second one. Oh, so. yeah. Well, I'll get to that. B minus on the first one. Okay. B minus or C plus. I that third act is really rough. It's really rough. If it didn't have a bad third act, it'd be like a straight B. Yeah, it almost felt like it was going for safe B territory. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's right. You said you were watching them not in the order they came out. You're watching them in so chronological. What's next? So what, what else do you have? So technically what it would, would have been next, but I skipped it because I'm not paying to see this movie again, is Captain Marvel. Okay. I experienced that like a month ago. <laughs> I'm good. Okay. So which ones have you watched? Uh, outside watched, of Captain America? I've watched up to Winter Soldier. Okay. Do you want to talk about any of those? We're in the we're in the thick of your marvels. So do you just, want do you want me just to just go do, for just, it? Yeah, let's just get we'll, through okay. all of them, and then all you'll right, go to right. me, and we can just do it. Iron Man, Iron Man. I will hit my vape though. Okay. So there he goes, ladies. <laughs> ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ladies love the vape. The yeah. vape. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, uh, Iron Man, fantastic. Uh, this movie. It's really good. I mean, it's still, it's really quaint. It's really quaint, especially considering where we came from. But obviously, Downer, Downey Jr. is amazing. Uh, Jeff Bridges is a nice, likable. He's kind of, he's a little safe. He's a little predictable as, as far as a villain. He lacks a certain amount of motivation, but he has so much charisma in the way that he delivers lines. 
that makes up for a lot. Uh, the armor is fantastic. Tony Stark's arc is great. Um, and it's still one of my favorite of the whole the whole series, in yeah. my opinion. I know. Well, and he and Gwyneth Paltrow have amazing chemistry. The best relationship in the MCU, and yeah. I don't even think it's very close. In oh, my as opinion. far as a romantic? Just a romantic relationship. I yeah. think the next closest is... They play is, off of each other very, very well. The next closest is Peggy and Cap. Sure. And I, and I don't think that you... You never get that if you don't revisit Cap. They're more. not as much fun, though. No, they're not. You know they're what I not, mean? Because yeah. they have that banter. Right. And, um, and I love seeing... It's probably one of my favorite Gwyneth Paltrow roles. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not a huge it's, Gwyneth Paltrow fan. She's got... I So, re-watching these, I'm like, oh, this is my favorite Gwyneth Paltrow line in the entire Marvel Universe, which is, you know, she's... He's like, well, sometimes Mr. Stark requires me to do such and such all the time, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes that includes taking out the trash. Yeah. That's a great line. It's a great fucking line said to like a hoe, you know, basically. Right. Um, yeah. And then you forget about the balls that this movie had to one uh, end a movie by saying I am Iron Man. What that did to the narrative is way different than what we had seen in superhero movies before that. Right. And then the fact that it also doubled down on being daring by having the post credits. Hey, Nick Fury's here and we're going to do the Avengers. And you didn't really realize there were comic book fans. We knew what that meant. But everybody else was kind of like, hey, Sam Jackson's in this. That's awesome. You didn't know what was Um, coming. I love the beginning with the Muslim dude that he's locked up. Oh, yes. It's amazing. Yeah, Yeah. Like that is one of the forgotten like things from yes. marvel that was just fucking great it was it was great and his his death about like you know i'm gonna go and see my family and yes. whatever like it was really good it was really good um yeah that movie is like i think that movie's like an a it is, i would agree i thought it was fucking awesome i love that movie um like when i saw that it was i was blown away by it you know right yeah so yeah, that was that was one of those times I went with my uh, like my whole family went. My mom went and she was like she was so tired. She had, had like a really long day at work and she like pepped the fuck up after that movie. She right. was just like, can we go see it again? I was like, well, we can go tomorrow. She's like, I was tired and, you know, this is awesome. It is really. Good. It's a really fun time. Uh, Incredible Hulk. Oh, you watched the old Hulk. The yep. Hulkster. Yep. And my God. It's one of those, it's an, It's another one, there's a trend. All of them suffer from kind of weak third acts because the first acts usually, and even the second acts, usually are very strong and they just kind of falter at the finish line a little bit. Um, this one had a great, amazing first act. I love him in uh, South, uh, per, South, South America, South America, Peru. I love him on the run. Um, the problem to me with this movie and if this movie had if this movie had caught on with people more than it did, we would have had a different tone in the Marvel Universe. We wouldn't have had to wait for Winter Soldier for a serious tone again. Right. Yeah. B- because this was serious. This was I mean, more this goes serious. back to my whole problem with Hulk these days. Because uh-huh. to me, this is my favorite representation of Hulk in these movies. Um and I might be in the minority of that. I mm. don't know. But like this was like, the, okay, we're actually taking Hulk seriously. The CGI on him, though, is very, it's it's bad. I think it looks good. I don't have a problem with it. It's okay. a different design of the that, character. It would have looked way better now if yes. you kept it. You know yes. what I'm saying? But like, I don't, I'm not in love with it. I like the idea of like, he's, he's kind of designed as like a bodybuilder. Like what Yeah, he's body- got like rippled muscles and shit. Yes. But it's not executed well, so it looks very fakey. Okay. Um, and and they didn't 
really know how to do like the jaw thing. They wanted to have him do like that, that classic Hulk thing where his mouth gets really big and he screams, you know? Yeah. But he looks kind of jello-y when he does that. It's there's it's like there's no structure there when he does it. It looks very strange. Um, but there are some great bits. Um, one of the best shots of the CGI and everybody who rewatches this movie should look out for it is when uh, uh, like a gunship falls down and it explodes around him and he protects Betty yes. and he grabs her. And he's in there in the flames and it's like, that's realistic, Hulk. That looks fantastic. It's the best CGI shot of the whole movie. Uh, I would argue that when he's in the rain, when he takes her and puts her under that like rock part, that that was pretty fucking fantastic, too. It's, it's a nice little emotional scene. I don't yeah. think it works as well because it looks his feet when his feet are in shots because they made him have like really big feet like his ankles it's like he's got like that like holding liquid in your feet problem that old people get you know because <laughs> his feet are all swollen it looks really weird i know it's nitpicky anyways edward norton great he's fantastic tim or not tim, tim roth tim roth is weird because i like his performance but i don't the buy character him. could have been more fle- full like fleshed out well, and also but I he was good as like a fucking asshole. I don't buy him as a soldier because when he like takes his shirt off and they like try to do like the Captain America yeah. look at me like he's he looks so weird because he's such a small dude. Right. Like it just it's like I like him. Yeah, but I think that kind of works into the character because he's like like he's right. obsessed with being like a big badass and he's not. Right. You know well, what I'm and saying? I wish, well, well, and he has that line of like, if I could take what I knew now and put it back in the body that i had 10 years ago that's somebody i wouldn't want to have a fight with and i was like yes and then he gets the captain america serum which is nice you really see like they really were yeah. working shit in um but the abomination is is just such a missed opportunity and the and the third act is okay when they get onto the rooftop is when it gets to be just not great. I like their fight scene at the end. I like the fight in the street when it gets right. onto the uh, when it gets onto the rooftop. It's yeah, they kind of start jumping around and winding up in different places. But that that first part where he drops into the fight, yes, Edward Norton does, yeah. and they like he rips the car in half and yeah. fucking uses each half as a boxing glove. Yes, Ooh, it's awesome. It. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Awesome. It just it just gets the nerd <laughs> part of you like like I said, it's like thirteen year old you is like fuck yeah. Um, worst thing about the movie though is Liv Tyler. She's so They should have just called Jennifer Connelly and said, hey, do you want to play her again? She would have been better. Um, But then the the real confusion of like, where does this Hulk movie take place? That gets a little, you know, muddled. But I hate how breathy she is. She's just, she says Bruce like this, Bruce, about four times in the movie. And it just grates on me every time i always loved the uh the general ross or whatever yes i love that dichotomy he's, that he's great he's fantastic and that scene like i do i love that scene where he's on the college campus and she screams at him like and it's nice because she's not whispering but she's like dad you know yeah. like he gets out and oh like there's a lot of good shit in this movie but again like i think the the final act really kind of drops the ball. It made me excited for a Hulk sequel, though, because he's in the end and he's like meditating. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, if he can control the Hulk, like that's an aspect I want to see. And I want to see the Hulk like I want to see the Hulk out in the woods by himself. Like I want to see just Hulk yep, in the sorry. woods, like like just Hulk in the woods, like fighting a bear or some shit. <laughs> Hunting as Hunting. Hulk. Yes. Oh, it would be awesome. Yeah. It never would be gonna, so never going to see it. We'll never see it. But. 
pretty cool like ending shot with the whole like days without an yep, incident yep, yep. zero yeah no I, I i was really jacked up when i saw that movie. so i'll give that uh i think i'll give that a c plus also just because i it, it's not great it could have been better there are parts that i really like but parts that i it just the second act drags that's okay. where it drags then i went on to iron man 2 this movie is hated by a lot of people. It's not good. It's not great. No, it's not good. It's There's a lot of stuff that's missing, um, but there are scenes that are good. There's scene where his father is talking to him from beyond the grave. That's a pretty good one. Um, Tony dealing with like this this poison in him. That's pretty good. The Monaco sequence where uh, Mickey Rourke first shows up. That's all right. Gwyneth Paltrow and him, they work every scene that they're in together. Um, and Downey Jr. is still great. Like all the acting is spectacular. Um, and even like I, I like I don't dislike the idea of the Stark Expo. Like that's 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 an okay idea. But Mickey Rourke doesn't work, the action doesn't really work, except for there's like the fight scene at the very Sam end. Sam Rockwell's pretty good. Sam Rockwell's great. Yeah. You just kind of love him. There's the scene where he's like bringing out all the guns to put on the war machine armor. Right. And he's just like, I can tell that's not disco enough for you. You know, he's just like yeah. doing all this shit, and you're like, dude. More of Sam Rock, right? I would agree, but yeah, that movie is—it's like a C minus. It's B. not very good. Yeah, it's like a C minus D plus kind of movie. Like it just misses the mark. It's totally quite a bit. obvious that it's a like Avengers. Mm. You know, that was one of the like world building movies. It was that... the world building movie, and now in retrospect, those aren't the weaker parts of the movie. It's just the narrative. Okay, like because when Sam Jackson shows up and he's he's having the donut in the donut. Um, that's not a bad scene. And Scarlett Johansson is, it's a pretty decent introduction to her character. It's just, there's too much going on. Yeah. And, uh, and Mickey Rourke is just a terrible villain. Um, he's cartoonish. And this is where we got, um, cursed with Don Cheadle. And I, I am fully on board with the thought that I had the other day about, you know, he came in (laughs) during what's supposed to be the contentious relationship part of their friendship. And you never really buy them no, as friends. No, it's like, oh, but you guys just met right yeah. now. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't buy them as friends until Civil War because of that. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. But then we go to Thor 1. It's got a shit ton of charm. First act is, once again, amazing. Second act is really where it drops the ball. And even third act. Uh, Tom Hiddleston is great. Uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins as Odin is great. Rene Russo is pretty good in that. Rene Russo is pretty good. Um, I kind of I miss the sheen when we go to Thor 2. They tried to make a Game of Thrones, and I would say that's the first time that they tried to chase a trend. Um, before that, Marvel was just doing their own thing. But then they're like, well, Thor needs a little... Like, we got complaints. Some fantasy elements. Yeah. Some more, yeah. Well, it was sci-fi, and it was, like, clean. And I was like, yeah, but that's what makes them gods. Is like, they don't... Like, there's no discernible way that this was made. Of course it's not worn. They're right. fucking gods. And then you go to the second one, and it looks like everybody's, like... Like, it's the ghetto version of Asgard. And it's like, I thought they were gods. What's going I'm on gonna here? I'm going to rewatch that soon. Thor 2? Yeah. It's... Whew, it's that's the worst one so far. It really is. Um, worse than Iron Man 2. Um, because there's just nothing there. Even the parts with Loki just... I feel like the director didn't even understand what made Loki work. In retrospect. Um, but 
I'll save that for when I get to that one. Actually, that's my review of that one. That's <laughs> that's a D minus. Like that's the okay. closest Marvel has ever gotten to an F. Okay. Uh, Avengers, fantastic writing. Character work is great. Structure is fantastic. It still amazes me that it works as well as it does. Everybody has an arc. Everybody grows. You like every character. Uh, Loki is a fantastic villain for the movie. The final battle is just this awesome fireworks show that works. And it's the celebration of like, like, hey, we fucking pulled it off. Oh, Thor is like a that's another C plus movie. I, I'd, I'd put it right along Captain America. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, but Avengers is, that's another A. I, the only thing that's really, truly bad to me about Avengers is the, uh, the cinematography. It really does look like, like a, a t- stock look, TV show. It movie. looks like a TV show movie for too much of it. Some of like, some of the shots are actually like, but when of, they're like meeting in rooms and shit, it does like, yeah. it, it feels like a TV show set. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, and that's where I'm sure that, uh, Ultron will beat it handily, handedly. Um, and then, okay. So Iron Man three going to Iron Man three, uh, Avengers is an A. So they have two A movies, in my opinion, at this point in their career. Uh, then Iron Man three, pool, man, once again, nice first act. You really get excited for this Mandarin guy, Tony Stark's going through PTSD. (laughs) And then I would say the movie actually deflates even before the Mandarin reveal, because the second that Tony Stark's doing like all this MacGyver shit where he's got like an oven mitt that electrocutes people, or he's got Christmas decorations that he rolls and they're bombs. He's breaking into that, that uh, palace doesn't work. It doesn't work. It didn't work the moment that Ben Kingsley turned into Mr. Stoner Man versus being the villain of the movie. And it was funny. And I still laughed because it's funny. It's just but a bad it's not move. it's not good. And I like the themes that they're trying to do about like, you know, uh, people are buying things and like, you know, false flag attacks right. and like, you know, I like all that, but it's executed so poorly. And it's weird because it's like, you know, we've watched some Shane Black movies since this came out. And, you know, Nice Guys is fantastic. Nice Guys is great. And then you go to to Predator and you're like, I, I just don't think Shane Black knows how to deal with this kind of Genre, world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that's, um, I hope the nice guys gets a sequel, but I really do. Yeah. C minus C minus movie. It's fine. It's fine. Um, it's barely fine. Uh, yeah. Thor of the dark world. That's a D minus. That was just awful. Um, Malekith is such a wasted potential. It's amazing. It has none of the charm of the first one. See, all we need to do for shit we watched to get Alex to boost his, his total, film and tv show count is have an avengers movie coming out and then <laughs> and then he's got a list well i've got to like yeah i that's the thing is i need a list um <laughs> and i was sick i was sick for like three days which is why this is such a late so recording what? hold on so after thor 2 was what uh that was cap 2 okay so this is where you are yep so I'm did at, you watch cap 2 yet cap or two, is cap yep. 2 next cap 2 i just watched okay. uh, last night so you've hit the pinnacle of Marvel, pretty much. This I would movie, say this is like the what it's arguably the best movie they've made. It's 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 almost an A plus. It's almost an A. Like it's so fucking good, and it's got the saddest. Okay, one. It's got one of the most badass action sequences when he drops on the boat, and the dude's all like, "Did he have a parachute? No, no, he didn't." And it's just like, oh, you're like, fuck you, America. It's got that great opening where he's meeting Anthony Mackie for the first time. And there's just instant like bro chemistry there. 
Winter Soldier is one of the most badass villains that they've ever had. Robert Redford is charming as fuck, even when he is a villain. Uh, It's got the saddest scene in the entire Marvel Universe where Peggy is having her Alzheimer's moment. And he's all like, well, I couldn't leave my best girl. No, it's not the saddest scene. That's end of Guardians 2 is sadder. I don't know. And the end of Guardians 2 is pretty fucking sad. It's pretty fucking sad. I'll have to see how I feel in the moment. Um, I was going to say, like, Phil Coulson dying was a pretty sad moment. Fuck, that might be it. That's, I mean, but I just, it breaks my heart seeing Peggy have this conversation and then she just turns back and she's all like, Steve, like she's forgotten that she's been in this conversation with him. It's just heart wrenching. Um, and the fight scenes are fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It's a really good action movie. It's got a great soundtrack. I think it's, I think it's really highly underrated by a lot of people. This is movie is a fucking a, yeah, it's a good movie. If it wasn't a superhero movie, it would be like a great action thriller film that people would give more respect right no but i'm saying like people would you know yeah people would actually respect it it seriously right yeah you take the costumes out and people be like fuck yeah this is a great jason Bourne." yeah exactly so yeah i i love this movie i i do too that's a really good one yeah so i'm that's my shit i watched jesus i watched a really bad tv show and then another pretty decent tv show so um real quick a couple of them i'll get through very fast i watched this movie castle freak it was based on a uh, hp lovecraft story Mm -hmm. um basically this family moves into a castle after the owner of the castle died they're like a long lost relative or whatever it gets given to them Mm -hmm. and there's this guy who's been chained up in the basement of this castle by his mother the woman who died okay who owned the castle uh and has never seen another person in his life and he's like a freakish like crazy looking impish character who has never seen himself in the mirror either he gets out and he's scary and he attacks the family uh it was actually pretty effective oh pretty good and it was based on a short story the outsider by hp lovecraft oh right yeah so i went and read that okay six pages oh it was even better than the movie oh okay um the the, so the movie was like the fam like it takes the family's point of view this monster lives in the house Hmm. the the story basically is from the point of view of him and there's no one else really there it's it's kind of like a frankenstein tale where he like he he breaks out and gets out of this castle and he goes to this like village or whatever and like he's never seen what he looks like Mm -hmm. and he sees these people and they're looking at like over at him like he's a freak and he looks in the mirror and that's like how it ends is him like looking in the mirror and realizing he's a monster it was good it was pretty good okay um i went on a vampire kick oh no yeah, no, I and, and three movies. So uh, I finally, for the first time ever, watched Nosferatu, the 1922 silent film. Right. OK. Um, if, if people don't know who Nosferatu is, uh, Google it and you'll see the picture. It's just, the you know, he's the white vampire that you see with yeah. like the two pointy fucking teeth right in the front, whatever. Silent movie. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Like, I could not believe it watching. And I'm like, wow, this is like this is still like kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it's like, you know, the acting is like that silent movie acting yeah. where somebody like looks like they're acting like super out. Like, yes. And then all of a sudden the words they're saying pop up on the screen. You got to read it, whatever. Yeah. But like the cinematography, the way the, the, the shadows are done with the, the vampire yeah. and shit. Yeah. It's just, it's so iconic and mm-hmm. you can see why. 
how how long is this movie? Uh, it's like an hour and a half. Okay. Uh, worth watching. It's okay. just if you're a film buff, it's right. interesting to watch because it is like a supposedly it's like the birth of horror, basically. Mm-hmm. And like it still works. And that's um, it, it works in a different way. Right. I'm sure. Right. But it still works. It's still like effective, which is impressive. Kind of amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, so I watched that and then uh, I wasn't aware that there is a, a, a quite beloved in its own right Nosferatu remake from the 70s. Okay. So I watched that and it's not as good, even not. though it's better like as a film, like sure, like you're there's actual actors, dialogue, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's not as good. And then the real gem of this. Well, Nosferatu is the gem, but Twilight. No. Have you? I don't even. I don't know if you remember this, but there was a movie in 2000, Shadow of of the Vampire. Is this the one with? Uh, oh God, there was that that lady singer. No, 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 no. This is Willem Dafoe and John Malkovich, and it's about the making of Nosferatu. No, I no. Okay, and John Malkovich is the like I forget the guy's name, like J W Moreau or whatever who directed it. And, okay, and Willem Dafoe plays the the, the actor who plays right. Nosferatu, right. but he's actually a vampire in real life. Yes. Oh, it's oh. pretty goddamn hilarious, and he's like a difficult person to work with like basically john malkovich wants like everyone to be like as authentic as possible and he somehow met this vampire and he basically convinces he makes a deal with the devil essentially to say be in my movie i'll you know do this and willem dafoe plays the vampire and nobody but john malkovich knows it's a vampire he basically tells the whole cast like look he's a method actor He's only going to shoot at night. This is awesome. And, yeah. And Willem Dafoe, he's like difficult. Like what it's is like this a, called? It's called Shadow, Shadow of, of the, the Vampire. Vampire. <laughs> I'm watching this. And Willem Dafoe is fucking great. He was nominated for an Oscar for this. When did this come out? 2000, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah, that's uh, highly recommend. I'd recommend all three. Nosferatu, I feel like, is a must watch just uh-huh. because. But, but that Shadow of the Vampire... Pretty clever, pretty funny. I'm I'm on board. And uh yeah, Willem Dafoe is just like hamming it up like you know he like he can't can help do, himself, but he can just do that bite yeah. people and, and and it's funny. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I, I love the idea that he's like difficult to work with. Right. Like they they just can't he can't get him to do to cooperate. <laughs> but um yeah, that was funny. Uh I watched Puppet Master The Littlest Reich. Oh, okay. How was that? Uh, pretty bad. Okay. Uh, it, it The gore, like the actual, the fact that they went all out on this as mm-hmm. far as the gore factor is concerned was kind of fun. Um, it's the guy who made Bone Tomahawk who made oh, this. Oh, right. Okay. Um, it's so bad, though. Mm. Like, basically, the, the, the puppets are Nazis and the guy running the puppets is a Nazi and like 30 puppets get loose in a hotel. Like there's like an auction going on of the puppets because all these people are aware that these puppets had done this in the past. Mm -hmm. But some of the murders, like there's one where a guy's taking a piss in the toilet and this like helicopter puppet comes in and cuts his head off. The head falls into the toilet and he's He's still peeing peeing on his own head. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. But yeah, uh, not very good. I'll give it a C minus for trying. Okay. 
Wow. Um, it feels generous after well, that. Okay, so that's, that's another the scene one. that well, you that's, choose. That's the one. No, so that's that's one of those movies where it's like it's bad, but it's like I was entertained watching mm-hmm. it. Um, like they weren't trying to go gangbusters with like, like a real movie. Sounds like snakes on a plane. The second that you were yeah. like, dude, dude got right. killed in a toilet. Yes. I was like, oh, yeah. Like the snake came out and bit the dude's dick. Yes, correct. Yeah, gotcha. and, and snakes on a plane was kind of entertaining. It was, it was so dumb. But yeah. Yes. I mean, you laugh. Um, Hellraiser. I watched this week. The original. The, the original Hellraiser. Right. God, is it good? Mm-hmm. I'm giving it an A. Okay. Straight up A. Right. Because it's it's lean and mean. It's ba- the guy. If you don't know Hellraiser, essentially this guy <laughs> found this puzzle box. Um, he opened it. He was being tortured. He somehow escaped. And uh, this woman has to keep murdering people in this room to bring this guy slowly back to life in full form. Yep. And it's so fucking fucked up. And like the makeup is so good on these. Oh, like, and he made it for like nothing. It was a, it's a tour de force of directing it. It's impressive. Yep. I think, you know, and, and the, the, the characters are all kind of scumbags. It's not like a deep movie, but I think it was made for less than a million dollars and it made like $35 million. So it, I mean, it's, it's a classic. Um, yeah, but, uh, what's his name is, is fucked up. Um, uh, Clive Barker. Mm -hmm. He's got a a twisted fucking mind. Uh, there's one line in it. That's great at the end when the bad guy's got the hooks in him and he's being pulled apart by the, by the pinhead and the Cenobites or whatever. And he just looks at the fucking camera and goes, Jesus wept like smiling. (laughs) And you're just like, this is fucking amazing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah there's a hellraiser and then the last thing i watched i had never even heard of this and this is a gem okay it's called behind the mask the rise of leslie vernon okay so in this movie like the slasher characters like jason michael myers freddie all those characters they they exist oh like, this is like and, and it's a doc it's a mockumentary so it's like a fake documentary basically this guy invites this documentary filmmaker to come follow him as he's going to create the next legacy oh he's of, going to be he's the- going to be the next slasher oh and it is fucking funny because like the whole time like okay for instance He's like taking her through like for the final confrontation, Mm -hmm. you know, he's like taking her through the house or whatever. He's like, and I've nailed these windows shut, you know, like (laughs) they they won't be able to get out. Like, you know, I've set this up, you know, whatever. She's going to come in here and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, why wouldn't they just break out the windows? Then he just looks at her and he's like, you'd be surprised. (laughs) Like you'd think that'd be what they do. Does he have a mask on while he's wearing this? He does at one point. Yes. Because I just love the idea of he's just like. Just talking through the no. mask like the whole time. No, no, that. he doesn't have okay. the mask usually, but like he sets up circumstances where he's like, this is what we're going to do. She comes out every night to smoke a cigarette at the <sighs> diner. Like she's the virgin, you okay, know, like who, right. who I'm kind of going to stalk for a while. Right, she yeah. comes out every night to smoke a cigarette. I'm going to stand over there and like I'm going to make a noise and she's going to look over and see me and then like look away and I'm going to hide. And then she won't know if she saw me or not. He like sets up all these tropey, this. you know. 
feels very much like uh oh god it feels like um what we do in the shadows by way of like cabin in the woods yes it's it's yeah it's like it's a commentary on the genre right yeah that's awesome it is I, it's really fun this is this is two of the things that you've listed i'm going to check out both i had a lot of fun with it it's not like you can tell a lot of money wasn't spent on it but what else is hilarious so there's the ahab okay so a captain ahab or whatever was a uh he was a moby dick character who like he has the past history with the monster right yeah, so yeah. like in halloween it would be dr loomis, loomis you know and like, i shot the, him six so, times so in this one like the ahab shows up played by robert england mm-hmm. um so he shows up and like like the, the, the he's thrilled the slasher's thrilled like we have one you know like <laughs> you have to have one for your you know <laughs> It's pretty goddamn funny. I was I was impressed. Oh man! Whether, I I would be interested to hear what you thought of it because you can tell like whoever made it was passionate about the subject matter. It's not the most well made thing, right? But it's a fun idea. It doesn't make any sense because who would make a documentary watching someone murder people, right? But it works and it's I mean, funny. It would be great if it was like the last shot is this person getting arrested. Right. Well, and they, they even have a bit where like, okay, so he's got like a mentor in this. The th- slasher guy does. He's okay. like a retired guy and he's like talking. And it's actually uh, the old dude who was in The Walking Dead for a while. He played Herschel. Okay. Um, but he he's like, you know, they, like they're interviewing him and he's like, you know, and and when Mike and Jay and Fred came, you know, they, they, they really changed the game because it used it's... to just be like hit him and quit him. And when they kept coming back. <laughs> It's, it's pretty goddamn funny. Like he's talking about like these like sports legends. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's it. That's it for shit we watched. That's that, it. That's it. All right. Star Wars is back. Yes, Star Wars is back. So I went to the Star Wars celebration yesterday. Mm. That was Friday. Uh, so I was there. I didn't get into the the big event across the street. All, I know you all think that we've got some clout, but uh, no, we really I don't. didn't win the lottery. And apparently I was in line to uh, meet uh, uh, Ian McDiarman, yeah. who plays the emperor. Uh, I got my picture taken with him. I'll throw that up on the website or whatever. But but um, yeah, I was in line and the guy in front of me is like, yeah, I did win the lottery and got in, but you could have just walked in. Apparently they weren't checking shit. So I'm so oh. pissed I wasn't in there. But yeah, first, before we even get into the trailer. Okay. Well, hold on real quick. Sure. They weren't checking shit. No. After releasing one of the most hated Star Wars movies, was there security there? Uh, yeah, I mean, there okay. was security like you okay. would have had to walk through like, okay. a, like, okay. but they weren't checking your ticket okay. at, the de- at the entrance. This guy went in. Okay. They weren't like scanning your badge or anything. All right. All right. Um, but yeah. So before I even get it, we even get into the trailer. Mm. Um, How about that nerd culture? I was just going to say, so I'm a huge Star Wars fan. It's my right. favorite movie series of all time. Uh some of the movies I don't think are good, right? But in general, I love the. That's how you I know love it's the true movies. love is uh, you look past the warts. Some people don't, and so, and they are 
like hyperventilating. Like I was in the ex- exhibition hall watching it on a screen that was some right. ways away. Yep. The trailer and everything. Yep. But there are people that are like losing their fucking mind and they have like beards and they're adults. Mm-hmm. And uh, like yeah. I, I'm all for like a passionate group of people. Like it was neat to be around the fans or whatever right. when this was happening. But it's don't, a little much. Don't don't yuck somebody's yum. <laughs> it's a little much. Alex. I know. I know. It's it's. Uh, I mean, I try not to give these people shit, but when you're there and you're forced to see it, like I'm not gonna like go to somebody's like reaction channel where they're crying at the new Star Wars. <laughs> like I'm not gonna be like you're a fucking loser. But when you're forced to sit there with them, that's a different thing. And I mean, it was fun because it's just such a spectacle that right. everybody around is like obsessed with this thing. Like the guy in front of me was wearing like a wampa yeah. costume, and like he was jumping for joy. Like hyperventilating for this trailer. Yeah. I mean, I, okay. Should we just get into this trailer? Yeah. I mean, I guess the, the topic of the week is kind of, you know, star Wars, the new trailer and, um, where is it going and should it go there? All right. My thoughts. Yeah. Uh, there's people that are upset that the, I mean, the big reveal is the emperor laughs at the end of the trailer. He's back. So in some form, the emperor Palpatine is back. He survived or is a force ghost or something. Yeah. Um, I, that's great to me. I don't care. Like come up with whatever you want. I am done believing star Wars is the be all end all of the fucking universe. If you want, if you have found a way to bring a fun character back Mm. and you know that he's going to give a fun performance, seeing him back is going to be great. I don't give a shit. I don't understand how it's even possible to do it. Right. Like, the whole point is that the end of Return of the Jedi, he is vanquished, he is gone. Right. But Ian McDiarman, back as Emperor Palpatine, sign me up. Right. I'm of two minds on it. On it. Like, uh, like most things, I'm, I'm of two minds on. Uh, this is, this is, it's nice that you have a good, charismatic character in this franchise because you're kind of lacking those. Yes. Uh, you have Kylo Ren, who is probably the most engaging of the bunch. I have I have a sweet spot for Poe because I liked the yeah. way that he carries himself. Well, but I'm not a big fan of the other two. Can I stop? You yeah, there? yeah. That's what's sad is like after Force Awakens, I would have said that you had a bunch of new exciting yes. characters. Yeah, yeah. And then in Re- uh, Return of the Jedi, the last Jedi. Yeah. You kind of killed the momentum for most of them for right. me. I'm no longer excited about them. Right. Yeah. I'm not excited about their characters. I And it's one of those things where you look at them and you're like. You know, there's there's something to be said about, you know, what a, the Avengers series has done with like Cap and, you know, like sure. how he sort of evolved over time. And you look at Ray, and it's like she's wearing the same shit she was when we saw her in the first movie. Still, is, like still. Luke was wearing like a black outfit. Yeah. I mean, that was the nice he had thing. He's grown as a character he, in every movie. Yeah. And you could see it through the costume design right. and you're not seeing it here, which is indicative of this entire franchise, which is why when I watched this trailer, I was like, it's fine. Like, uh, yeah, of course I'll see it. That's not the point. The point is, is did it get me excited? And it didn't because, okay, sure. You can play like the whole like, hey, remember the emperor? You remember I'm excited how much you, to see the emperor. how much you liked the emperor? I'm excited to see you know the what emperor. The, 
it's just so it's just it's it's the exact thing that i've been saying about star wars since it came back which is it's just the same old shit over and over and over again yeah. same characters I'll be- same themes same ships same weapons same settings it's the same shit yeah i uh i will be excited that it will be over and hopefully they will fucking get in a room and figure out something new that they can do yeah and then okay there's a shot in this where kylo ren's running through like a forest and he he sort of like slams dude or whatever he's got his lightsaber why didn't it like cut right through the dude well, I think he like picked him up and slammed him. I don't know. I think you people need to watch this because I'm pretty sure that the lightsaber is just kind of dangling in front of the dude, like not doing anything. Okay. See, you're getting into the weeds here. Uh, well, watch Lando's it, back. Lando's back. He made me a little sad because boy, oh boy, does he look old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Here, here. Let, let me let me be the optimistic person on okay. the panel today. Okay. Uh, JJ knows how to make an entertaining, fun action movie. Right. And I would not deny that. Yes. It will be derivative. Yep. Okay. We should expect that. Yeah. We should expect that it will be now. Now, is it going to be a shot for shot return of the Jedi rehash? I doubt it. Right. But let's, but let's think here. Um, does Kylo Ren and Emperor Palpatine sharing a scene together? Perhaps Emperor Palpatine, like he, the, we never got into this Knights of Ren thing. Right. Maybe Palpatine is secretly like somehow involved in all that shit. Right. Uh, that sounds fun. Um, I mean, it would be I, nice. It would give, it would give, I mean, this is sort of where we're going into like maybe story potential now. And uh, there is something nice to be said about, you know, Kylo Ren never met Darth Vader. He never met the Emperor. He's going to be talking to somebody who directly knew his grandfather, who was the basis for who he's trying to be. So that's interesting from a character perspective. If that's what they're doing. If we that's what know. they're doing. Um, I really hope that if we are going to do this, we're going to dive into, you know, force ghosts and maybe the force a little bit more. Like I've said, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's this mysterious force. And when you try to explain it, you ruin it. Yeah. But at some point. There's no expansion on the lore. There hasn't been expansion on the lore since probably Empire Strikes Back, really. Well, they expanded on the lore with the midi-chlorians. Oh, that's true. I like to pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> um, that made it worse because midi-chlorians is the exact example of what you don't do, which is like you took it and you made it a science. You can which st- ruins the concept yes. entirely. All you need to do is have it still be space magic, but it's space magic. And now here's an explanation for why it works in this space magic. Yeah, Or mag- there's just other like stories you tell that right. involve the space magic or whatever. But. Right. Well, like why, why do force ex- ghosts exist? How do they do it? You know, what, what's the ramifications of what that means to the force? Does sure. that have an effect on the force? All these things like, You could ask interesting questions of the Force and Force ghosts with this movie. Not sure they're going to do it. I I think JJ's just going to make a lean, mean fighting machine of a movie. Yep. Uh, That's that's, what he's going to do. It's going to be callbacks. It's going to be fun. It's going to be structured in a way where it's not boring. Yeah. Um, I I expect it to be like a Force Awakens type movie. I like hearing Luke again. 
I like hearing Luke again. And he actually sounds like he doesn't hate his life and want yeah. to. He's nothing ever really dies. Like, that's great. <laughs> like, he's definitely going to cut. Like, I hope to fucking God he's not just in one scene as, like, like a force ghost Luke. And then he's just like, here's your motivation. Here, I'm going to send you off on the plot. And then he's just gone. Like, Let's I don't want that. Let's just go for ridiculousness. Let's have Luke force ghost versus emperor palpatine force ghost emperor palpatine force ghost doesn't have a lightsaber no lightsaber for emperor in this movie that's a prediction by the way why they should why they should not do it is because they're force ghosts so therefore their battle should be different it should be yes that's the tool of the physical world for the jedi um and the emperor never should have had a lightsaber no he shouldn't no it's what separated him it's what made him unique yeah him and yoda should have never fought each other because neither one of them ever should have had a lightsaber well they shouldn't well they should still should have fought but they should never have had no lightsaber yeah Yeah. um because the characters are fun like a fight between them sounds fun yeah I don't even care. Anyways, I don't want to talk about the prequels. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. But I mean, okay, if we're going to be ridiculous, let's just be full ridiculous. Let's have our real Luke be in this. And he force ghost Luke is throughout the whole fucking movie. He's he's ghost mentor. And he's just he's the best force ghost because he learned how to maintain it. He's just walking around. I don't care. We didn't get enough Luke. And what we did get of Luke was I weird. Didn't, I didn't like I want my Luke. Oh, Yo, you're one of those fan Star Wars fans. I, I want. Now. I want my Luke. Well, and let's talk about the fandom, by the mm. way, for this, mm. because you've got fans on Reddit who are like bit who bitched about the Last Jedi, but right. now they're bitching because it's like derivative again. It's like I'm sorry, but it never I, stopped being derivative. The that's pro- the whole point. Yeah, though. see, that's what's funny about the Last Jedi is it is like everybody says, oh, like the fans of the Last Jedi will say, well, they did something different. And you're pissed about it, but it's like you didn't really. It still was like the bad guy in the black costume is after the the trained Jedi girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, and, and and like it 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 what you know it it. Uh, it's it was surprising with how weird it was some of the decisions that they were made that like kind of bucked the expectations or whatever but it wasn't a it wasn't a good movie no no it gets so, worse it gets worse upon re, uh revisits every time which is why i've stopped watching it at this point uh probably won't go back I, oh, I i'm gonna watch i'm gonna do a i'll be doing an eight eight star you're gonna, wars you're movie. gonna you're gonna pull an alex and watch a, a movie oh, star yeah. wars movie a day only uh yeah but that'll only take me a week i know <laughs> Yeah, the fact that it's it's going to take me like two and a half Unless, weeks. Hold on. It'll take me a little longer if I want to throw Rogue One and Solo in there. Ugh. See, I think Solo, you're you're mean on Solo. I, Solo I like Solo. Is, Solo is one of those movies where it has something I like and then it has something I don't like. And it just keeps happening like it's that. It's like so a the, revolving. Yeah. yeah. So, That's kind of what The Last Jedi is like watching, too, to be honest. Sometimes, well, yeah, that whole like bit where the sound goes out and it splits the thing. Yes. You're like, that's awesome. Also, it breaks your universe from a narrative perspective because why isn't this how war is fought all the time? Yeah stupid you don't have to make it a ship you can just have that be how your missiles work in space it's just dumb it makes han a little less heroic in a new hope if he could have just bursted into light speed and ran into the death star and killed right. himself maybe exactly. ultimate self-sacrifice for the galaxy yeah but yeah uh i mean it's so <laughs> weird that the emperor is coming back it's weird there was a point there was a there was a moment and i i actually got more excited by this 
when I was like, is that <laughs> Hamill's like Joker laugh? Oh, it, no. It's, <laughs> yeah. There, well, even then, when you did that, I was like, oh, you could be doing the Joker I'm laugh. I'm doing the Chucky laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, they all kind of, they all just yeah. sort of bleed at some point. But uh, that would have been interesting. But yeah, I mean, he, I don't know. I don't know. I Like cinematography looks nice. If okay, here's here's where there's a problem. If the Emperor can come back, can Darth Vader come back? Mm. I mean, why mm. not, right? And then the question is, is which Darth Vader are we doing? Well, and then how do they stop themselves from doing that? Because right. they know they have that fucking card they can lay down where it's like you have the most iconic bad guy, arguably, in right. film history. And you're bringing the Emperor back. Like the movie's that, called The Rise of Skywalker. I was what say, does we that mean? We haven't, yeah, we haven't talked about that. What does that mean? What do you think that means? Do you have the theories, or are you just gonna let JJ take you on a magical ride? The hey, fuck it, let's let JJ tickle my nostalgia train makes me want Darth Vader back. Mm. That's not what this is, though. There's no way. Rise of uh, the Skywalker. Did po- someone did pull a screen grab from the trailer and put it next to a screen grab from The Force Awakens of the ship that left when they left Ray on tat or on ooh Tatooine. Sorry. Oh gee. Sorry. Jakku. Almost like almost like it's derivative. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah. So that and it is the same ship. Okay, so they're so, gonna deal so with somehow her the parentage is coming back in this. Good. So. I mean, good well, oh well, really because well, i didn't mind the whole like it doesn't matter who her parents are they I, were just I, yeah, nobody's yes thing. and no like it's just the fact that like you set it up and then it's just nothing it's like should it have been set up in the first place probably not but when you set it up and it's nothing it just feels hollow like it should have just been her parentage was never a part of the story yeah but then ryan johnson wanted to go hey uh, <laughs> <laughs> subverted your expectations <laughs> by the way props to ryan johnson for basically saying that he would not mind if jj fucks with his movie yep. and retcons it or whatever yep. and for coming out when the trailer released and saying I love this trailer. Yeah. Even though it's the opposite of everything that he did. Right. So give him a little bit right. of a kudos. Absolutely. I would say. Yeah, and I don't hate Ryan Johnson. Uh, I think yeah. Looper's I think Looper's a great movie. I love that meme that's already out that like the it's the title card of the movie with Star Wars uh-huh. and like the big letters and in the middle it just says Star Wars Episode Nine, fixing everything Ryan Johnson <laughs> fucked up. Yep. <laughs> It's basically what it is. I mean, and that's it is why like I don't, a, yeah, we know. That's what I don't like about this series, though. It's like it's a series without a plan. And yeah, that's why fuck, like they should have had a plan. Why didn't they just let JJ make a trilogy? I don't know. I would well, did he want to? I thought he didn't no. want to do the second. I mean he would have, though. Probably. Probably. I think the pressure of doing like the whole trilogy considering what it means to society probably deterred and it still deterred people. So people are like, I don't want to be the Ryan Johnson who ruined star Wars. Yeah. Ruined Johnson. It is fucked up because like the, the, the force awakens was like a really solid movie that introduced you to a bunch of characters that you were interested derivative. It was obviously like a Jurassic world type complete like reboot. Fully agree. Yeah. But it, but it, but it brought you back to, Oh, 
Like, Star Wars can feel like Star Wars again. It, it doesn't have to be a prequel-type nonsense deal. Right. Uh, and then... If they would have had J.J. do the whole thing, I guess the fear would be he would have just done the same thing with Empire in Episode 8. Right. And then he would have had a Return of the Jedi clone for Episode 9. So they broke that. But the problem is that Ryan kind of went too far the other way where it was like, okay, this is just not. First off, it's not a very good movie. I don't Uh, think that the character changes are interesting in any way. No, no. Um, The characters don't go like the end of the movie. There's no different. Like. You you could skip eight, I feel like. And especially if this is going to have a time jump, like yeah. JJ said on the panel. Yep. Why does, do you need eight? I don't think you do. Besides I, killing Luke, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of we, a big we, deal. We, we kind of forget that uh, seven kind of leaves off on a really big cliffhanger. So that's kind of, yeah. Yeah, and but, then eight is we killed Luke. Yeah. By the way, Luke's kind of a grump and he's not very likable of a guy. Yeah, almost like we didn't have any likable characters in this movie. I don't know. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it, it's just it's just such a I cannot believe like how starry eyed I left seven with like the idea of like, where are these characters going to go? This is a pretty decent introduction to Ray and Poe and Finn. And like I'm, they, I'm, I'm, I was really excited that we had some really likable characters. Right. Well, and I was like, oh, this is cool because like Finn, we could maybe do like, you know, his history. And what does it mean that you were raised this way? And like that was an interesting perspective uh, to do with Finn. Oh, and you watch just, eight and you almost forget that he was like a stormtrooper and shit. Like, yeah. And it's just it's such wasted potential with him. And, and Ray goes nowhere. She basically just is just herself the whole movie. The only thing she learns is that her parents weren't anybody, which is like, okay, I guess that's integral to the character, but is that interesting? Not really. I don't know. It's just, I wish I was excited about this. I'll still see it. It's just, I'm excited to see old Palps back on the screen and his, in his hopefully in his robes with his overacting self. And, you know, you're going to get a character, Mm. a fun, goofy, evil wizard character. (laughs) Yep. Kylo Ren. You can just picture how he's going to say the characters' names. It is just total fan service, though. It is fan service. It's JJ going, you know what? Star Wars Rise of the (laughs) Fan Service. That's what this really should be called. <laughs> but but I you know and I I had this conversation with uh, another buddy last night via text like saying it like you know he's a Force Awakens hater uh-huh. because it's derivative and I'm like sorry the man knows how to make a Spielberg esque solid movie yes yes I mean that's the thing is I know I'll enjoy the ride. But the part of me that says, like, this is just sort of a creatively bankrupt universe at this point yes. is so the disappointing. The Rich Evans in you. Yeah. It's just, it's. He's well, not wrong. Like, what, well, someone see, could prove him everybody's, wrong. Everybody's going to say, oh, you got that from Rich Evans. We actually had a text conversation before I even saw that yeah. video where I was like, that's how I was feeling after. Um, was it Rogue One where I was like, oh, my God, it's another Death Star. It's another. And oh, I understand, yeah. Like, yeah. We both walked out of Rogue One like, OK, like we can't do this anymore. Like, I just can't do this anymore. I need yeah. something new. And nobody has any new ideas. 
Like no new weapons, no new themes, I'm no say new Rich worlds. Evans, they could prove him wrong if they really wanted to. That, that that you could take Star Wars and you could create something entirely new. Now, does Lucasfilm and Disney have the balls to do something completely different? Like I, completely different. Like mm. not have no spaceships, lightsabers, gunfights. Right. Like, do they have the balls to make a drama? In mm. like a fucking weird no no uh, no uh, side swipes for the uh, tra- scene yeah, transitions. Yeah, why not? I mean, no no uh, no crawl. Well, I guess they did the no crawl for Solo. They right? did it for Solo and Rogue One. Oh, both. Right. Yes. Okay, I forgot about. But uh, why not try it? Fuck it. Fuck it. It's just yeah. It's to the point. It's like it's like. Could you imagine every Marvel movie opened with an ACDC song, and Robert Downey Jr. You know, landing on a stage. I think the crawl's the least of their concern. No, no, I think no, that, no. I, no the, I, I understand. I'm just saying, the, like, I mean, it's the idea that there's a formula for a Star Wars movie in general is the problem. Buck the formula. Yeah, yes. right. That's where I'm at. Don't. Done. Done with the formula. People are like, you're a Marvel fan. You're not done with the formula. I don't care. <laughs> But and no, and you know what though? I okay, I'm not gonna be mad if it's a derivative movie and it's good. Mm-hmm. I don't care. If you do things with the characters that makes me like them again, and I have my moment of giddy happiness because good old Sheev Palpatine comes back and he's evil as can be, mm-hmm. and you finally have a fun evil fuck who relishes being evil again, right. and he slaps old Kylo bitch boy Ren around right, a little right. bit. That's going to be fun. Right. Um, but I, yeah, that's if that's it. the situation, if that's the situation, it's derivative, but it makes you like the characters again. I'll probably like it. Like, I'm calling it right now. Like, if that's the situation, you'll like it. You'll be like B plus A minus. I'll be like a I'll be like a B minus because I'll be like. Yeah, you made me like him again, but That's it's derivative. That's not fair, though. If it's good, you need to grade it based on how good it is. No, but I can still be upset You're that it's derivative. You're going to points for being derivative. At this point, the franchise gets right. no more passes for being derivative. You don't that you got your pass. I mean, there's a chance like they have that scene in the trailer with the Death Star, like in ruins that's laying on the planet or whatever. Like there's some really fucking cool stuff you could do with that. That's that's the thing that makes me excited and scared it's like, like are they gonna have the scene where they have to travel into the death star ruins to find the item of what like that I hope sounds fun I, I hope it's not a, an item i hope there's no MacGuffin or oh, there's anything a MacGuffin. In there's I, a star wars there's a MacGuffin. there's I a MacGuffin that. in every fucking there's a MacGuffin in all, every marvel movie right and i hope there isn't at this point i'm just kind of done with MacGuffins. i feel like i feel like these movies need to move beyond the i MacGuffin. feel like you could just name him jj lens flare MacGuffin at this point he's that's, that's a pretty uh, catchy name there yeah MacGuffin. he's like the macgyver of movies he'll episode uh, nine the MacGuffin. he'll hobble together a uh, a real uh nostalgia porn for you what do you think of jj are you a jj fan I mean, I like his Star Wars movie. I liked Lost when it first started. I like... Uh, I, I like his saw... Star Trek movies, both of them. Yeah. I, well, the second one dropped off a little bit for me, but as I mean, as far as... Yeah, I mean, I like 
I like him. It's not a great Star Trek movie, but no. it's a good movie. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. It's a little too much of, uh, hey, you Super remember? Super 8 was good. I said, I never saw Super 8. Yeah, that was good. I heard that that one was pretty good. I don't know. I like him. I have faith it'll be good. I'm just disappointed that it's going to be more of the same. And there's always potential with Star Wars to do something new and cool because it's Star Wars. It could be cool. It's no look. It's no, space wizards. It's What's space, not cool? Yes. Yeah. But do it new, unique. Take it places. Just please just do something. But that's how I feel. You just bring back Emperor Palpatine. Yep. <laughs> you just you make one half of the world happy. I mean, I'm I like laughed to, when I heard the laugh and I saw him come out. Roll it again. Or whatever he said. Uh I was laughing because I'm like, yep, they know. Mm-hmm. Like, the, this is the same nonsense. They're going to get a ton of shit for this. And I'm just like, fuck it. I don't care. It's, I'm happy to it, see him back. It is interesting because I bet you there are a ton of people who even listen to this podcast. We're like, I knew that this was Jackson's reaction. And I knew that this was home at the movie's reaction. And... The second that the trailer dropped, we knew that it was going to be this, like, it's the same old, same old. Ah, but it's great, and I love it. You know, it's like, you just knew that there was no way that there was going to be a consensus on it. Well, it's like, I have a problem with people who, like, talk about The Force Awakens being derivative, as if, like, like, do you not understand that they knew what they were doing? Like, it's purposefully derivative. Right, but does that mean that that's a pass? Like, no, I don't, but like I don't people think acting knowing... like they're all clever, like, oh, they're just doing the same fucking thing. Like, you know, I hate this movie because of this. Like, I'm sorry, but it's a fun fucking movie. Like, it's, Jurassic right. World is not good. The Force Awakens is good. Right. And they're well, both the, they're doing they're, the they're same both, they're thing. They're both doing the same thing. I think the idea is, like, just because it's intent doesn't mean that it's good. Like, just because you're going in with the intent of being derivative doesn't mean that you're therefore good because they both went in with that intent. It's the execution. Yeah, but you can make a good homage and you can make a bad one. And right. You can do a good version well, or a bad version. We're both right. saying the exact same thing. It's execution yeah. that matters. I just, yeah, I don't think that your argument of, oh, it's the same is a, is an argument that says, therefore, it's bad. I don't think that that's no. tied together. No, it's not. It, there, it, one does not necessarily follow the other. My whole point is that I'm tired of it. Okay. And I think that other people are tired of but it could still be enjoyable. I'm, do you think this is going to be like a Re- Return of the Jedi ripoff? Or what do you think this is going to be? I don't know. Or do I you just, think it's going to be like kind of a know. blend where it's like you've got your nostalgia bits in there? I think they're smart enough to know that they can't just do another straight basic remake. And they can't do a Last Jedi thing that pisses everyone off. Again. This might be the best of the series. It could be. It might be because the best may, of the Because se- they'll toe the line. Maybe, they, maybe this is like... But maybe the question, this is the perfect blend of the but, two. But the question for me is, is it is it too little too late? You know, because I'm just so uninterested in these characters at this point. I mean, never would have had this reaction if we lived during the 70s and early 80s for the original trilogy. I'd be it like, oh, my God, crazy. Luke. Luke is so different. He's wearing black now. What the fuck? Is he bad? <laughs> you know, like, you don't know. Like, you were so on board with those Was characters. He turned? Yeah. Yeah. Now there's just kind of like, well, there's Ray again. Just doing her Ray thing. Oh, she's in her. her she's in her weird, weird sleeves sleeve that she's, things. you know, she's always got to have those shoulders out. I wonder if she's like really pale underneath like the sleeve. Like she never takes them off. So it's just like really tan here. Yeah. I mean, she should be. That's. Uh, 
I'm dying to see what happened with Rose. Oh, God. Did we even see her in this? No, but she was at the, the thing. She's, okay. She's prominent role in the movie. Okay. Her well, and Finn. I mean, such you got, just... can't, I can't wait to see the culmination of their romance. I can't believe that was even set up. <laughs> like, I don't care about romance in Star Wars. It's one of the best things in, in, in Empire. No, no. So, yeah, remember that? Like, the amazing romance in Empire? But it's just, it's like the execution on, oh, God. It's just we're talking ourselves in circles. Yeah, I guess we can end it there. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Uh, make sure you go to boredandannoyed.com and, uh, you know, check out where you can hear us. Subscribe to us. Rate us. Email us. Befriend us. Send us hate mail. Send us P.O. Box stuff. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. I want to send you those green cookies for Troll 2. Troll 2. Yeah, uh, I don't know if we have the PO box anymore. I'll have to look into that. Did you actually? Did you? Shut I don't it know down? if I renewed it. Oh fuck. Okay. Well, um, you could just send them right to my house. My address is.